Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a delightful day. <laughs> okay, look, I know I've been gone for a while. I know. You don't have to tell me twice. But you know what? There is more to me <laughs> than the time I've been gone for. So we're going to ignore that and we're going to move on and forget about it. Okay? All right, but one more thing, actually. You know what? One more thing. Before you try, don't, don't come at me for the time I've been gone. Because you know what? You know what? I know y'all have procrastinated longer than I've been gone for. All right? That's all I got to say. Now, anyways, before we get into the meat of this episode, I have a few things that I want to point out that have happened in the past few weeks because they are a little bit funny to me and just great. All right, so last week, Scarlett Johansson, the woman who plays Black Widow in Marvel movies, announced that she is suing Disney. <laughs> Because they decided to release her movie in theaters the same day that they did on Disney+. And she's suing them because they told... Well, in her contract, the main way that she was going to be making money from this production comes from the box office. So if it's released on a platform for free at the same time, you know, that messes stuff up. So she's suing them. And, and I know this has nothing to do with politics, nor am I interested at all in the Marvel movie and Disney, but I love this because if she wins this lawsuit, <laughs> that is going to bring Disney down off of their high horse just just a little bit. They'll be taken off of that pedestal. I, I just, I really hope she wins. So I thought I would tell you all that. Okay, but even better, even better. So we all know there's the audits going on for the last election. I, I knew there was one going on down in Arizona and in Georgia, but apparently it's also happening in Wisconsin, Nevada, and Pennsylvania. So there are about nine audit-related accounts on Twitter, with the main official account being the one in Arizona. And um, about a week ago, on Tuesday, Twitter <laughs> did what they're best at, and they banned all these accounts you know why? This, this, was, this was their reason. They were spamming the platform and going against the rules with manipulation. I don't know how they were doing either of those, but to all you people who still think that there was no fraud in the election, especially you conservatives, <laughs> it's time to turn those brains on. Turn them on for me, please. Because tell me, this is them hiding something, is it not? Is it not? You know how many other accounts are on there spreading misinformation about literally any topic on the universe and actual spam? Do they care about those? No. Because, look, the truth of what happened is about to be exposed. No matter who won, there was fraud. We saw it with our own eyes. We saw videos, okay? So... Use your brains, people, because it's, it's kind of clear now. Just so you know, the meat of this podcast episode is going to be me talking towards and about 
the church and Christians or any church, any denomination, it don't matter. This is to, to all you guys. Obviously, anyone can listen to it because you can still take something away from it. And before I talk about the church, I'm going to go over the CDC and a little bit of the government because, you know, they're, they're switching up on us. So I must cover that. Ladies and gentlemen, the CDC <laughs> has confirmed that the vaccine isn't working, along with telling us to wear masks again. Let me just read this to you, all right? So, if you listen to the last episode, I I read over the CDC's article on COVID. And I'm pretty much doing the same thing again, but shorter. Because they changed a few things around because, you know, now we got the Delta variant. So, we must, we must change things. All right, number one, this is what they're telling us. If you are fully vaccinated and become infected with the Delta variant... You can spread it to others. You know what that means. Y'all vaccinate people. You ain't protected against the Delta variant. And you can still give it to people. (laughs) Alright. Number two. To reduce the risk of being infected with the Delta variant and possibly spreading it to others, wear a mask indoors in public if you are in an area of substantial or high transmission. Now remember, this article is to the vaccinated people. Because there's nothing on their website for unvaccinated people except for go get the vaccine. So this is all for vaccinated people. Y'all ain't safe anymore. That vaccine isn't protecting you. And you can still give it to other people. And now they want you to wear a mask indoors and in public. Ridiculous. Okay, we got number three. You should continue to wear a mask where required by laws, rules, regulation, or local guidance. Guidance. Not even, like, a law, okay? You know how many places are still requiring masks? A lot. So here we go. Going back to 2020. That great year. We're going back. Alright, and then, do you remember... Okay, let me just... This is from the old article from the last episode. This is what it said. If you have been around someone who has COVID-19, you do not need to stay away from others or get tested unless you have symptoms. Here's what it says now in the updated version. If you've been around someone who has COVID-19, you should get tested three to five days after your exposure, even if you don't have symptoms. You should also wear a mask indoors in public for 14 days following exposure or until your test result is negative. You should isolate for 10 days if your test result is positive. There it is. Like I said, they admitted the vaccine doesn't protect you. And it and it can't. There's a chance of you still getting the virus, which... that That is ridiculous. But what's even more ridiculous is what I heard on CNN the other day. Let me just go ahead, listen to it. This is your warning. Turn the volume down because the next clip is loud and your girl did this on hotel Wi-Fi. Could barely figure anything out. So yeah, just turn the volume down. Don't get the vaccine. You can't go to the supermarket. Don't have the vaccine. You don't show it. Can't go to the ball game. Don't have the vaccine. Can't go to work. You don't have the vaccine. Can't come here. No shirt, no shoes, 
no service. That's where I think we should be right now, because we continue to waste our breath on people who are just not going to change. They're, you know, the circular logic. They just keep going back and saying, well, it's my freedom, it's whatever. <laughs> that is too good. Okay, first of all, I want to point out how he said circular reasoning or logic or whatever. Circular. Honey, y'all are the one with Jen Psaki on your side saying circle back all the time. So don't, <laughs> don't, don't turn that around on us. Um, also, then, then it's not even funny now because he says that what we're saying is it's our freedom or whatever. Or whatever? <laughs> Excuse me? We live in the United States. The free country. We are a free country. Our freedom is very important. Like, that's, that's, the, that's the big difference between the USA compared to all other countries. We're a free country. People make choices for themselves. We don't have a giant dictator ruling over us and telling us what our every move is going to be. So don't tell me it's our freedom or whatever. <laughs> and also, this is the best part about this stuff. In the last two years, strangers have been more concerned about my health than I have. I, I try and stay safe. But I've, I've never seen a person more concerned about someone else's health until these past two years. It's crazy. Why do they care so much? Why do they want us to get this vaccine so bad? Think about it. If it was, I think I said this in the last episode. If it was really that bad of a virus, wouldn't people, we saw people dropping dead left and right. Wouldn't we be running to get the vaccine? There wouldn't be a hesitation. But there is hesitation for multiple reasons. And besides the safety of the vaccine, your opinion on vaccines, whatever, here, here's what the funny part, okay? They're so concerned about our safety. They want to keep us alive so bad, okay? This has, like, we need to stop saying that we're going to require the vaccine and all that. Because guess what? We don't want it. You've noticed that now, right? It's not even that I don't see the vaccine as safe, but I find it unnecessary because of my age mostly, and I'm healthy. I don't feel at risk. But, you know, they're also comparing us unvaccinated people now to drunk drivers, criminals, etc. They don't like us. They don't like us. They're so concerned about our health, but they do not like us people who don't want to get vaccinated, right? You just heard what they said. They're mad at us. And another way to think about this a lot of Trump supporters also don't want to get the vaccine, right? They also hate Trump supporters. So why don't they just let us die off? Like, if we can die without the vaccine, and all those people who aren't getting va vaccinated, you hate us so much, why don't you let us just die? First of all, let me die in peace. Also, when you think about it, all the people left are those of us who don't agree with them. And they don't agree with us. So think about it. Using their logic. If we don't get the vaccine. And then we all die off. They are left with a nation of people who. I mean the majority of them agree with these people in charge. Or not. I mean the left. They agree with the left. They don't even have enough common sense. To realize that 
they can get something they would want by killing off most of us conservatives. They can weed us out. They literally, like, this is their chance to get rid of a ton of conservatives. If we are actually going to die without the vaccine, good for them. Like, this, isn't that what they want? (laughs) Oh, I don't get it. I really, I do not understand it. Now Biden and just all these people on the left are talking about bringing back mask mandates, quarantine might have to happen again, shutting down businesses, all this stuff that they want to do because the Delta variant is worse than the ones before. You can catch it easier. It's coming in a big wave. We're all going to die. The world's going to end. Get the vaccine. And anyways, we're still going to make you do everything you did last year. Even though it didn't work, we're going to make you do it again. Okay, well, this is our chance to actually stand up and do something because now they notice it, right? We're not shutting down our businesses again. We're not wearing our masks. We're not quarantining. We're not going to stop visiting our family. And most importantly, we are not closing down our churches again. Now, before I get into all of what I'm going to say about the church, I want to make it clear that I'm not saying that Christians are immune to the virus, and I'm not saying that this virus doesn't exist. What I'm saying is it's not the Black Plague. People need the church, and we are told to worship no matter what obstacles get in the way. There are even Bible verses that talk about needing the need of meeting together. The first one I have is Matthew 18, verse 20. For where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am among them. And also Hebrews 10, verse 24 through 25. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Romans 16, verse 17 through 18. I appeal to you, brothers, to watch out for those who cause divisions and create obstacles contrary to the doctrine that you have been taught. Avoid them, for such persons do not serve our Lord Christ, but their own appetites. And by smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the hearts of the naive. Now guess what? Y'all are trying to split us up. Did you hear that? Did you hear what that verse said? Avoid those who through smooth talk and flattery Try bringing up obstacles to divide and split the church. All right, so let's take a look back at 2020. Churches across the nation shut down. There were some churches that never shut down, and that that is so good. I'm glad that they stayed open. There's churches who are still shut down. Now, thankfully, my church was only shut down for, I think, a month. But it's funny because many people in our congregation still found ways to get together. Every Sunday, we'd invite multiple families over to our houses, we'd watch the service, and then we'd enjoy fellowship and eat lunch together. It it was great. And you know, just like those verses from Matthew and Hebrews said that I read, the church must gather with one another. The Holy Spirit dwells when we are gathered together. We are supposed to worship with one another, not through a TV screen. Now, some people say, well, that was to keep our congregation safe. That it, it, it was a decision that the elders of the church had to make because they were hearing from both sides. People wanted 
to stay at home because, well, they were afraid. Now, some people say it was a genuine fear, and it was. But I personally would rather risk getting sick with a virus that has a 99.8% chance of survival than be away from my church family, sitting on a couch, watching our church service alone. Why? Well, because us Christians are told not to fear earthly things. Even if we do get sick and die, we have the promise of living forever in heaven. So, let's say now that um, we do start dying. We fall down left and right. The whole church is dying. Well, that, that is sad and that's terrible. But like I said, we have the promise of heaven. And we ain't going to blame the government from not preventing us from getting together. So what are you all worried about? Right? Now, people have said to me, I've talked about this with my parents, we need to put ourselves in the shoes of others. People didn't want to go to church because they didn't want to risk getting sick or they didn't want to risk getting others sick. Now that, that's, that's, that makes sense. It's rational in a way. I understand that we all have strengths strength and weaknesses. But when you think about it, it is still fear. We are not supposed to be afraid. And when you think about it, like nowadays when you see people wearing masks, for us Christians, this is the perfect chance for us to go tell people about having trust in God and not being afraid. Because now they're wearing something that shows us that they are afraid and they need help. Also, when I think about our church shutting down or any church, we can't let this happen. Think about this. We're doing this out of fear. Let's go way back in history, okay? When diseases like the Black Plague were going around, where people were dying left and right, it was so dangerous. Think about when if the government saw you reading a Bible or found you worshiping with other people, you would be killed for your faith or you would be put in jail. Guess what? Even Christians during that time whose lives could be taken away, they didn't stop worshiping the Lord. They didn't stop getting together. They didn't say, you know what? Because we might get killed reading the Bible together, just read at home like read in your bed alone so that we don't risk us dying. No, they said, we are worshiping the one true God. We are going to risk our lives to get together. And some of these people became martyrs for our faith because they weren't afraid. But what 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 are we doing? We're going home and sitting and on our couch watching our church service on a TV because we're scared of getting sick with a little virus. You realize how petty that is? We have to be stronger than this. No, no one wants to get sick and no one wants to die. But we have to learn to not be afraid and we have to trust in the Lord. Now, I understand this is a hard topic. Like I kind of mentioned before, this is very hard, especially for the leaders of the church. Because while they're trying to do what God has commanded of them and what the Bible says, they have two sides in the church. One of which is saying we need to close the church for certain reasons. Now, this has caused a split within the congregation. And this will happen, but we cannot continue to let it occur. 
We are many different people, but we become one body when going to worship the Lord together. And we can't let anyone or anything or even any situation come in between that, just like that Bible verse said. Now, I do want to say, in a way, pastors, be careful. Obviously, I'm not more intelligent than you, but this is just so you can get a small perspective of somebody else in your church. First off, don't give in to the world or the government. Your church needs you, and we need the gospel. We are Christians, and we are the ones who encourage the world. We have to trust in the Lord, but now we are afraid. Now, the reason that I feel doubtful here, and (laughs) I feel really bad saying this, but last year when my church was shut down, a lot of the things that went through my head was, are my pastors afraid? They're wearing masks, we're staying at home, we're watching them through a TV screen. Is this out of fear? Should I be afraid now? If my pastors who are always telling me don't be afraid are afraid, am I supposed to be afraid? And also, I would, like, during that time, they would have multiple sermons. And this is to all pastors, honestly, across the nation, because I listened to multiple services of other churches during that time. They would have sermons about don't be afraid, like, this isn't going to last forever, we can get through this. But we were afraid. We were at home afraid. So it kind of contradicted itself. Anyways, we need to be the reminder to the world that, and to Christians, we have the Lord on our side. Evil is not going to win. The Lord is going to win. And no matter what happens, he already has this planned out. He already knows what's going to happen. We're in good hands, and we have no reason to fear. The Bible says, do not be afraid. All right, so to conclude, what I want to say is, uh, do not shut down your church. Do not shut down your businesses. Don't wear your mask, and don't quarantine. Now, obviously, we live in a free country. You have the freedom to choose if you want to do this or not. It's up to you. But what I'm saying is, We can't say we hate mask mandates and then comply to them. The point I'm trying to make is, yeah, we need to be reasonable and respectful, but we also need to make a stance. If we follow along like sheep, why would they change the rules? Take, for example, these airlines that have all these rules about wearing masks and social distancing. We need to tell them and show them that we don't like these rules or they're not going to know to change them. Take, for example, France. Hundreds of thousands of people are gathering together to protest things such as vaccine passports or the lockdowns. And the media's tried to ignore it, but they can't because these people are in such great numbers that the media has to bring attention to it at some point. We can do this too. Now, obviously, we should be taking normal healthy precautions. Don't go around licking toilet seats. Wash your hands. You know, use common sense. But do not become afraid and do not conform to the government because you are afraid. Trust in the Lord.